Hi everyone! Got a handful of headlines for today's Pelicanus news. I've categorized them into endangered species, the youth, and protections. These stories are truly incredible and reminders to me that conservation can actually work. Okay, first category, endangered species. This story is coming out of kcci.com. Endangered Grevy Zebra born at Lincoln Park Zoo in Chicago. All right. A 16-year-old Grevy's Zebra named Adia gave birth to a strong female foal at the Lincoln Park Zoo. The yet unnamed baby zebra is Adia's fifth offspring and the third with the foal's father, Wester. Her birth brought the zoo's total population of endangered Grevy zebras up to four. The newborn and her mother are doing well and the veterinary staff will continue to monitor them. And the birth of an animal is always cause for celebration here at Lincoln Park Zoo, spokesperson Anya Sislik told CNN in an email. We've been lucky enough to welcome multiple Grevy zebra foals in recent years, and we're excited to play a part in the continued growth of this endangered species population. There are fewer than 2,000 Grevy zebras remaining in the wild as hunting and habitat loss have affected their population, according to the zoo. The largest of the zebra species, Grevy zebras, have experienced a 54% population decline over the past three decades, according to the African Wildlife Foundation. Next category, the youth. Two really amazing stories here. First one's coming from NewYorkTimes.com, or sorry, NYTimes.com. Children have a right to sue nations over climate, UN panel says. Samina Sengupta writes in the New York Times about young activists who are increasingly resorting to legal action against governments for their failure to curb climate pollution, occasionally securing victories. The Committee on the Rights of the Child, an expert panel interpreting UN human rights law, endorsed these efforts. In a comprehensive 20-page document, the committee stated that the nations have a legal duty to shield children from environmental degradation, including regulating businesses and permitting minors to seek legal remedies. While non-binding, this endorsement holds significance due to its basis in the widely recognized Convention on the Rights of the Child, which outlines children's rights to hold governments accountable for addressing the climate crisis. Children have the right to a clean, healthy, and sustainable environment, the committee wrote. This right is implicit in the convention and directly linked to, in particular, the rights to life, survival, and development. And relatedly, out of Reuters.com, Montana judge hands historic win to young plaintiffs in climate change case. Montana is violating the rights of young people with policies that prohibit the state from considering climate change effects when it reviews coal mining, natural gas extraction, and other fossil fuel projects, a state judge has said. The decision by Judge Kathy Seeley in Helena marked a major victory in the first youth-led climate case to reach trial in the U.S. and could influence similar cases nationwide. In a ruling, Seeley said Montana's greenhouse gas emissions have been proven to be a quote-unquote substantial factor in causing climate impacts to Montana's environment, harming the young plaintiffs. The 16 plaintiffs sued Montana in 2020 when they were ages 2 to 18, 
well. Claiming the state's permitting of projects like coal and natural gas production exacerbated the climate crisis, despite a 1972 amendment to the Montana Constitution requiring the state to protect and improve the environment. Okay, last category here of protections. First story out of Reuters.com. Countries adopt multi-billion dollar fund to protect nature. Environmental leaders from 185 countries gathered in Vancouver, Canada to adopt a multi-billion dollar fund to support global conservation and the United Nations called for contributions to help protect 30% of land and coastal areas by 2030. The meeting comes eight months after governments agreed to the coming Montreal Global Biodiversity Framework, which some have called the Paris Agreement for Nature, invoking the landmark 2015 UN Pact to tackle climate change. More than a million species are estimated to be facing extinction, according to the United Nations. One of the framework's 23 targets is to help mobilize public and private sector players to funnel $200 billion per year to conservation initiatives by 2030, with developed countries contributing at least $20 billion every year by 2025. We are off to a good start, said David Cooper, Acting Executive Secretary of the UN Convention on Biological Diversity. We now call for further pledges from countries and from other sources so that the first projects under the new fund can be launched next year. Second story uh, in this category, and the last story for Pelicanus News. This one's coming out of mongabay.com. Mexico announces 13 new protected areas with more to come. Officials announced the creation of 13 new protected areas across six states in Mexico, putting the country's list of total federally protected areas at 200. Mexico introduced six new national parks and seven flora and fauna protection areas, covering 17,918 hectares, or more than 44,000 acres, to be overseen by the National Commission of Protected Natural Areas. The commission said it expects to, de to declare three additional protected areas by the end of the month as well. It gives us much pleasure that in this administration, we can leave behind such a grand legacy for the Mexican people, said Secretary of the Environment and Natural Resources, uh, Maria Luisa Alborez Gonzalez, at a press conference. The protected areas are located in the states of Baja California, Baja California Sur, Quintana Roo, Sinaloa, Oaxaca, and Guerrero. Mexico currently has 200 federally protected areas. I hope these stories bring some optimism and lightness to your month, and I look forward to sharing more in the future. Thanks.